It's your radio, the future of radio. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Serious Business and Not So Serious. Tonight, we're talking serious business. We're going to be uh, talking about moving beyond abusive relationships. What is an abusive relationship, you say? Well, that's when somebody either verbally or physically abuses someone else. Um, what prompted this show is I play games at um, Ion Thunder, and it's a game site where it has chat rooms, and uh, you get to know people and chat with people. It's uh, very interesting. It's a lot of fun. I've made some wonderful friends online. One of the friends that I've made, I only know her name, her screen name, as Amber. And Amber comes in occasionally, although we haven't seen her in two weeks. But Amber comes in occasionally, and she plays this game with us, and we all sit and chat. There's a number of us. Usually there's about 40 people in the chat room. and We all consider each other friends. And Amber's been having an awful lot of trouble. Uh, her boyfriend, about four months ago, was physically abusing her. She has had a long series of boyfriends who abuse her. She has a son who is a, he's still a teenager, but he's over 18, and he has now started to abuse his mother. The last that we heard from her was two weeks ago. She told us about what was going on in her life and that she had thrown her son out of the house. She was very upset because it created an awful lot of different emotions. She loves her son, and I'm sure her son loves her. So there was guilt because she threw him out. There was fear because she threw him out. There was just a, a full gamut of emotions she was uh, frightened that he would come back and hurt her again. She was frightened that he wouldn't love her anymore. Abusive relationships just run the full gamut of emotions. It's really pretty frightening. How do you get out of how do you get out of that? What creates it? What do you do? Our call in number is One's six four six seven one six nine zero three four. We'd love to hear from you. Tell us your story. Give us your opinion. Give us your viewpoint. What do you think about abusive relationships? Are you in an abusive relationship? Do you know someone who's in an abusive relationship? Is it verbal? Is it physical? Is it both? I see we have a guest in our chat room. Can just chat? No. No. But we do advise, I know you're listening, guest 993. I advise that you click the little button at the bottom that says sign up, and it will be at the bottom of your chat. Register with us, join our chat, call into the show at 646-716-9034, and join us in our conversation tonight. Some of us are very lucky in love. Um, Take myself. Next month, July, I'll be married for 44 years. And they've been pretty happy years. Uh, I consider myself very lucky. I have a good husband. He's never lifted a hand towards me, and he's not verbally abusive either. I would like to think that everybody could find a love like that. We've had our children. We're raised. A couple of them, are, they're all grown up and out on their own. We have one child left at home. He's 15, and you just heard him. That's Corey Live, or Corey Lejeune. It's Corey. He's our pride and joy. Well, one of our pride and joys. We have lots of pride and joys. We have Dale, and we have Aaron, and then there's Butch, and um, that's my husband's son, and then there's my husband's daughter, Peggy Lee, and just a ton of grandkids and 
Jason, Justin, and so I consider us very, very fortunate in our family life. There are um, jumping uh, jumping ahead a little bit here. There are shelters for women who are abused. Can you imagine that we have to have shelters to protect our women? I can't think of any shelter that I've ever heard of for men, but women are not the only victims. Women are not the only victims. Men are victims as well. Children are victims of abusive relationships as well. I guess we hadn't uh, please her very much. Boom, she came, she left. Whoa. Is it my voice? No. No. Can everybody hear that big old beep? I hear that big old beep. Okay. Everybody out there. No, I don't have gas. Thank you very much. That was Corey. She wasn't swearing either. That's, our filters aren't up yet, so that's, that's not what that was. So oh, no, no. That was, that was call waiting. Corey's, Corey's got 18,000 girls that uh, try to call him all the time. As a matter of fact, they do call him all the time. Uh, welcome to the show. Deja vu. Teresa. I like that. Deja vu. Our call-in number is 646-716-9034. Our topic tonight is moving beyond abusive relationships. How does one do that? The first thing that I think everyone needs to know is that if you respect your partner, your life partner, your family, your friends, then it is most likely that an abusive relationship will not happen. Because most people who respect others usually choose people who have that same lifestyle, that same emotion, respect for others. Um, You have to forgive me because I kind of think as I go along and sometimes this old brain just doesn't think as fast as uh, my mouth moves or my mouth doesn't move as fast as my brain goes. Of course, sometimes I think I'm sitting on my brain, so one never knows. Call-in number is 646-716-9034. Abusive relationships. How do you get out of a a abusive and abusive relationship? See, you guys, feel free to to even chat in the chat room. Say hello. Ah, sorry to hear that. It's okay. Um, May I call you Teresa or should I call you Teja Vu? Because I love saying that, Teja Vu. Very much like Deja Vu. Um, Teresa, it's okay. Oh, that's Corey talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, I just asked her if I could call her Teresa, and then I well, see she Teresa. Can't hear the sound. Uh, she's with yes, yeah, I, I, I got that, Corey. She's talking to her, and she can't hear you. Oh, well, call in number six four six seven one six nine zero three four. What would you do to get out of out of an abusive relationship? Would you go to a shelter? What would prompt you to leave your partner or your home if you were being abused? How would you get away? Would you want to get away? Some people are locked in to a lifestyle to a lifestyle that gives them uh, the inability to leave. We have a caller. Hello, caller 207. Welcome to the show. Hi, it's Ray. Hey, Ray. I'm just getting home from work. I called my daughter. I said, sign me in. I'm going to call from the car. Oh, my gosh. I'm just getting home. I'm sorry I'm late. No, no, that's quite all right. Before we um, before we uh, talk about moving beyond abusive relationships, um, I want to just sort of preface it a little bit and tell everyone that um, I, I know, Ray, we had lunch last week. And, this woman is just really amazing to me. She has a wonderful outlook on life. She's uh, faced some battles and won them. And she's just a go-getter. And she's always got a, a beautiful smile on her face. And she has some really, really great thoughts. But I did want to say one thing, Ray. This afternoon, 
when you called. Yeah. Um, what I really wanted to say to you was, does this mean I'm 61? Because it only seems like two months ago I was 60. Get that? Welcome back, Deja Vu. I'm glad you've got sound. I'm going to give the floor to Ray. Ray, the floor is yours. No, you don't get another birthday until next April. Oh, darn. (laughs) I I thought I was going to get presents and birthday cake and everything. Oh, well. So, Ray, tell us, us, um, you and I talked about this a little bit on the way home the other day, and you have a wonderful outlook on respect for one another. Could you sort of, like, touch base on that? Very simple. And this is really, really the bottom line because it doesn't – matter. Of course, with your kid, I think that's the hardest place to, to be your best. That's when you like the most yourself. But bottom line is the golden rule. Treat others as you would have them treat you, you know, regardless of your mood or what's going on. Um, you know, at work it's easy to get frustrated, but, you know, somebody will come up and ask for something, and it's just, it's just a matter of, it's just a matter of being civil. I don't know. It's really no more complicated than that. Well, that's a wonderful outlook on on, um, on the situation. I think the unfortunate thing is that so many women and men, because it's not just women who who are verbally and physically abused, but I think that one of the things is is fear how to get out of this um, how to get out of the situation that they're in. Um, fear keeps people tied together, fear of many things, fear of leaving and being alone, fear of repercussions because you left. There's just there's just no easy no easy out and um you're right. Fear how is you ch- the worst emotion because it just paralyzes people. It it does do that. So how do you teach people about respect? Is there do you have any ideas about that? As far as teaching, just no more so than by example. Um, taking a person who hasn't learned it and teaching them, I'm not sure. I, I guess when I think about teaching, I think in terms of kids, and with them it's the easiest way. Is by, not necessarily easy, probably the best way is by example. Um, I, uh, my, my daughter actually helped me train myself. Because like I say, with kids it's easy to to be not our best because they're kids. We have more power over them. Exactly. Power, and, and there is a power exactly thing. Exactly the place to, to, for us to train as well as train them. Exactly. And most of us um, try and start when our children are young. We start when they're infants and we give them love and caring. As they get older, we say, oh, don't do that. Oh, don't do this. Oh, that's okay. What a good job. And then they get a little older, and you know, there's nothing like there's nothing like children. Children can be so cruel unknowingly. They, mm-hmm. The children are truthful. Oh my God, what's that word on your nose? Is that a what? What is that on your nose? You know, kids say whatever comes to mind. Mm-hmm. That's when we step in and we say, you know, geez, that wasn't very nice. The nicest thing to do would be don't mention it. And if you want to know what it is, ask me when we're alone. Mm-hmm. And that's where our teaching starts is when they're young. Unfortunately, some people are very permissive with their children. Those children uh, grow up sometimes, not always, but sometimes they grow up and they don't know how to respect anybody, not even themselves. If you don't respect yourself, it's very hard to respect anyone else. Correct. I just took a breath. It's your turn. Um, I can remember being a chaperone at a, at a teen dance, and uh, some of the kids got got out of line. I and I probably ended up acting a little out of line as far as strictness. And it's one young man basically threw a chair across the room. Oh, wow. And I told him under no uncertain circumstances he would pick it up and not do it again. And um, I think I startled him. 
And I thought, you know, well, these kids aren't going to like me very much, but I just, I just wouldn't tolerate that. And, and I saw uh, a girl throw a brush at somebody, and I told her she had to leave, and she was very upset. And so uh, it's not always easy. But then I, I do remember seeing some of these kids at a later date walking down the street and one of them saw me, and I do believe he was one of the kids I had scolded, and he says, oh, there's that lady from the dance. Well, it was the fact that he called me lady, and he didn't say anything bad. I got a big kick out of it, and it actually made me feel pretty good. I would think because so. I know maybe some... I, didn't, I didn't treat them badly. I just I, I spoke up about their actions, which weren't good. But other than that, I mean... You were firm. I, I was firm. I was, I was firm, and... and and it always takes me back because I, I loved the movie. As far as kids being disrespectful, I guess, um, oh, I'm having a hard time remembering the name of it. It was Sidney Poitier with the, with the students. Um, to oh. with how belligerent those kids were and how he, he got upset with them. But he, you know, he led by example. He expected good behavior. And... Um, I don't know. I guess that's the kind of style I'd want to have. Well, I, 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 I know the movie you're talking about, and if you think I can remember the title, no oh, way. Two Sir With Love. What was it? Two Sir With Love. Two Sir With Love, absolutely. I just went totally blank. I think that's because I'm 61 today. Don't <laughs> worry, go, go back to being 60 tomorrow. Oh, good. Oh, good. I, I, I hope you gave somebody else a hard time about that. Not yet, but it's coming. I, I ha, You know, I have to think about all this cool stuff I want to say. Um, oh, gee, does that mean that I'm 61 and blah, blah, blah. Um, Deja Vu Teresa is in the chat room, and she's making – are you in the chat room, Ray? No, but I am. I, I'm signed in. I believe. No, okay, so yeah. what I'm going to do is, uh, and because you're not in the chat room, I just want to to comment on what uh, Teresa is saying here. And she's, sure. She's talking about. Uh, um, she's joined your conversation, and she says it is what rings true as common sense. Yes, and so many don't see it as such. And um, she tells us. Uh, Firm but loving ways. The kids always come back, and that's a prime example of of your dance. The kids still the kids did respect you because you were firm. And Teresa is has always been the neighborhood and community mom, which is kind of a cool thing. Thank you, Teresa. It's really kind of a a little joke. I got a phone call from Ray today, and when I picked up the phone, it was this wonderful. Happy birthday song is so I'm listening to that and I'm going like, hmm, because you see my birthday is actually April nineteenth. So, um, oh cool. Well, you can't always be the nicest one, Teresa, but you know what? They keep coming back to you, don't they? Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, to make a long story short, I'm teasing Ray and I'm going to tease my other buddy, little uh, somebody. What is her screen? Little Lenny. I couldn't remember it. Little Lenny, yeah. Because she was the one who told me that. We're going to get her, aren't we? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that'd be fun. Uh see. Teresa says, but again, they always come back with big hugs and warm smiles. Can we hear Ray's story? Ray, do you have a, a, another story? Oh, as far as what really drove me to, to be the way I am is was... Um, I was in a an abusive marriage. Um, I married married young, and I was I was I feel like I was ready to be married. He he obviously was not. He was into a few things he shouldn't have been into, and um, and he it was like once we were married, I was it was one of those cases where I was treated more like. Uh, property than another person and then when I um, got angry one day and spoke up I got hit oh I got hit a couple of times and 
um, and treated badly. And then he he was in the, the military. He went on deployment. We hadn't been to very, together very long. And after he left, he decided that it was more fun to to act like you were single. So, believe it or not, we never even got back together. It was it was short and not so sweet, and that was probably for the best. But it really did a number on me for a long, long time. Did you find um, that after you were out of this relationship, and this is just my own curiosity, and, and you don't have to answer anything I ask, okay? Sure. Uh, but did you find after you were out of this relationship that you were shy of connecting with another man? Were you concerned that? Well, it was about three years before I three years before I could feel serious about somebody again. And then um, the nice part was that that person treated me well. Well, that's that's a blessing. Um, I, this young woman, I don't know if you heard what prompted this show, and, and I had mentioned her to you before. Um, this young woman that I met in a chat room in a, in a game site that I play in, she um, has had one abusive boyfriend after the other, as mm. well as husband, and she's been raising her her son alone. He's now uh, 19, and he started abusing her physically. She um, threw him out about two weeks ago, and she was in the chat room with us, and she was telling us that she threw him out. And one of the, she asked him, how can you do this to me? And his response to her was, I can't help it. I see everybody else do it to you, so why shouldn't I? No, that's, that's no excuse, and it's disgusting, but that's really, really sad. That's, it's a very sad story, and, and of course, um, this young woman, um, she has all, she's run the whole gamut of emotions. She has the guilt for throwing him out. She has the fear that he doesn't love her anymore, but then on the other side of the coin, she is relieved that he's not there, but she's frightened that he's going to come back and break in and hurt her. And that's one of the things that I believe when you're in a, an abusive relationship, uh, I think the fear is the retribution afterwards. If I leave, will he come look for me or will she come look for me? If mm-hmm. I leave, they're going to hurt me. Um, if you have children involved, if I leave and I take the kids, he's really going to come after me. Is he going to hurt my children, our children? Is she going to hurt our children? I mean, it's just, it's really, really frightening and it seems to be um, I'm pleased to say that you didn't do this cycle but there seems to be so many that I've talked to that they leave one abusive relationship and they they go right into another one not necessarily right away but it seems like they all pick the same person the same personalities every time Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so it seems to me that there there has to be a way to break that cycle. And right. uh, I would suggest, you know, anybody that's in an abusive relationship at this very moment, get some counseling. Go get some professional help. There's no shame in it. There's no shame that you're being abused. And if you're an abuser, go get some counseling because you seriously need it. And that, yes, yes. Anybody that can get to that point, well, they'll they'll admit that they've they've even made it half you know halfway home on their side. Exactly. Yay, Ray! You made it. I did. It was funny. I, I actually saw my my ex about nine years after we were divorced, and he, believe it or not, he apologized profusely. Do you think he was sincere? Mm-hmm. But I don't think that it's, it's the thing where I think he was sincere and, and and felt bad. But you just know that if you were back with this person, probably the same thing would happen because he and his, he and his current wife were not having a very good relationship either. But I um and I and I still found that I had some fear of him. 
I I think that it would be pretty hard not to have fear of somebody that's physically abused you. Verbal abuse is just as bad, really. But physical abuse, when it creates body pain or broken bones, seems to be more memorable for some reason. It certainly is. I can't I can't imagine staying with somebody who hurt me that way. And I think all of us have, have at one time or another, and, and not been necessarily in a relationship, but at one time or another have been verbally abused by someone, whether it be your employer, um, a friend who's having a PMS day, or who knows, you know. Or people you went to school with, school with Corey says. When and, you mentioned the word employer, that reminded me of something that I'll go back to. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm going to let um, Corey talk if he wants to. It's entirely up to him. But Corey can tell you about verbal abuse. Um, he had his fair share of it for just about two years. Mm. Um, needless to say, we, we did um, try and stop it. And... Um, I'll just let him say a little bit, but I'm going to suggest that you be a little circumspect and you do not use anybody's names, okay? Right, they're probably listening to this. They follow me everywhere. So, do not use names and do not mention names. Well, school probably was the biggest um, trouble in my life for, well, the whole time I went to school until I became a homeschooler this year, thank God that I did that. But when in school I was tortured by everybody and it was it was bad, but the past probably two years, Mom, I would think probably the past two years, two or three years, it became really, as I've said, it was a living hell. And... Oh, you said that part of your mommy. And I, I just couldn't. I was putting up with physical being, like, having stuff thrown at me. And I, I hate backpacks horribly now. I, I can barely wear them. I hate them. Because I'm used to them be full, of, full of whatever being thrown at me. I'm used to people who have um, said stuff to me, tortured me, um, went to the levels of, criticizing everything, everything that I've done, because... Don't have to mention what the teacher did to you, Corey. Don't have to mention a name, but somebody actually... Yeah, I had a, yeah, I had a teacher, and, you know, many people that know me know that I'm pretty, pretty good with my long hair that I really enjoy having. I am, I think. Um, my long hair, and one day, I had some of it just, by a teacher, just kind of cut off, you know, just whack, gone. So I ended up having to get a haircut right at school, or else I would have walked around with this big chunk gone out of my hair. And... I I hate that because I had really long hair, too, and I, I, I valued it. But, you know, the fact that someone would do something like that kind of, that kind of had an effect on me. That's very, that's evil. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, in the, in, the, in the respect, it's just evil. And, of course, so between that, and this is all at the same school, of course, that the kids that, I didn't get along with the ones that threw the backpacks on me. And when I get, and I'm a small person, people, you you probably know that. So that was very uncomfortable. I'm amazed uh, that, that worse didn't happen. I was quite a fighter when it came to that stuff. I had to. And it was, oh, horrible. I can't explain it, was, but it was horrible. And... <laughs> the words that some of them have said to me and had said to me then, the ones that wished that I hadn't 
been there when, of course, I had been to that school forever, so I don't know why they thought that I was, didn't belong there, but, you know, it's, that's how it was for that, so this, this year, my my solution of getting out of it was leaving, getting out of there, get, getting to where I belong, which pretty much is here at home, and so this school year came, the past school year. I was still enrolled at this school, and probably I didn't go the first day because I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. I knew that I knew that teacher was there. I knew all the other people were there. I just couldn't do it. I didn't go. Called in sick. Second day, didn't go. It was probably a couple days, three or four days in, that I didn't go that week. We'd said, oh, I'll be in beginning of next week. Well, beginning of next week came, and, well, we called them and said, you know, I'm not going to be a part of this school this year because I'm going to get into homeschooling. And that was it. And then I enrolled in homeschool program and that's how that started and that was me getting out of that's me getting out of school and the torture that happened from the people at school and getting out of it has probably been the best thing for me because I don't think I would I don't think I could have stood being there another another year because I was tortured I was totally I was I was a wreck at the end of that year and I'm I'm glad that this is that this is done what's been done and that I'm that I'm still here and not putting up with that. I'm so glad you're not there anymore. I'm so sorry that happened. Thank you. Um, Teresa has a question. She says, but beyond that, please ask Corey for me. What have you learned from all that you've gone through? Well, well, my mom just said something that I, I actually agree with. Well, that may sound like I never agree with her, but uh, my mom is a wonderful person. But I, I have learned a lot of things about who I am, how people are, and I... You know, I would never want, well, I was and I would never want to be that person. I would never want to put anyone through what I went through. And that's pretty much my biggest, my biggest take from was not, not wanting to put people through what I've been through. You know, I've noticed people that they go through it, they put others through it because they went through it. That's not how it should be. Some people are programmed that way or controlled by that in that way, but no, I would hate anyone to go through any of that that I went through. And now at the now at the point I what have I learned about people? Um I've learned that people are are so hard to deal with, so so rough, so Abusive is not the word. Well, it is the word, but, I mean, people are evil. I mean, there's good people, there's evil people, but then there's the really the really bratty, the really evil. Yes. Yes, I think so. I just can't what's, find it. What's that? Bully. Bullies. Yeah. Yeah. And... You know, I've, now after that, another thing with people in the world, not just people at that school, people in the world, they pick at you for everything that you're different at. And that I've experienced a lot in what I enjoy doing outside of that, which is, of course, verbal in the sense of it, because I've never met a lot of these people, but it still affects in some way, is with what I do as a singer, because I am a singer, and I could just see myself and getting up there in some bright, colorful thing, because that's what I like. I like color. I like bright. I like I like 
glittery things and things like that. And I know she belongs in this conversation. And I, I get up there, and I would wear something very bright and glittery. I actually have pictures on my MySpace of me with my bright, glittery things that I, that I enjoy wearing, that I treasure, because they're part of what I do. And people have taken to many, many levels to say stuff about me and insult. And how do you, how it do makes, you respond to that? Well, you know, I don't certainly sit there and take it, but I, I, I can't fight back, but I can, I, I try to ignore most of it, you know, at some points I can't, but I try my best with that. Um, the biggest thing is that, that this world is turning into over things like that is nobody's allowed to be themselves or else they're messed up. And if you don't fit to this mold, this standard, this mold, then you're, you're different, like me, glittery, bright, you know. I mean, that's already put me into, labeled into categories of people that are messed up, people that are insane. Someone called me insane for it. I've been, I've been called gay only so many times, and honestly, I'm the farthest thing from gay that's ever been put on this planet, so. Yeah, I'm his answering machine, so I know that. Um, Corey. Unfortunately, um, you're, and, and, and it must be, the school must be a very small-minded area. Um, as you get a little older, things will get better because you will meet more like-minded people. And um, you will meet people who appreciate how special you are. And I would say you probably already have started meeting people who appreciate how special you are. I have, and you know, I have, I have a great group of supporters, and I've, I've kind of taken on upon myself with after what I've been through for being different as a person I'm working to start a website a community an organization out of it to help other people that are that are going through that and the actual website for it is not up yet but it will be up at myglitter.org that's myglitter.org and that's for people that are different, have different tastes, different likes, and trying to get people to get along in that sense of the fact that we shouldn't be, that we shouldn't be tortured for who we are or what we are, and, you know, I'm not putting that out to, I'm not putting that out to say only straight people can be a part of it, because on the end of the, the other end of the spectrum, gay people get tortured a lot, and since People treat me sometimes like I am one of them. I know they get tortured a lot. And I would like to open out to them. I would like to open out to everybody that's, that needs help or that's different or anything in that respect with this. And I hope to open it really soon. I've got a few other projects I'm working on, but I'm trying to get that out soon because I'd really like to start helping people in that. Good for you. On on another note, I just want to uh, mention that next week our topic is living with Lyme disease. If you have been tick bit by a female deer tick and you have contracted Lyme disease, uh, call in. Let us know if you are living your life the way you normally would have think you would have lived it in the future. Uh, has Lyme disease affected your life so that you aren't living the life that you had expected to live. That's our show next week. Our, our guests will be Moba Bicky and Jane Honick. They created a kit called Tic Tactic. Say that fast five times. Tic Tactic is a tick removal and ID kit. And it is uh, a brand new product on the market. If you watch for press releases online, in the newspapers, on TV, um, you're going to see Tic Tactic. 
On another note, I just want to say that Corey is really a very nice young man, and he pretty much told a lot of the negatives, but and and he did uh, touch on some of the positive things that he's doing. But I have to tell you that uh, Corey is a person who will go out of his way to make you feel good. Corey um, respects himself and he respects others. And I'll, I'll tell you, Teresa, his light shines so bright. Sometimes we have to wear sunglasses. And um, he's just a nice young man. He's a very smart young man. We're going to be homeschooling again this year. He still has a, a social life in, in person and online. He um, He's just cute. He's my baby. What can I say? You're welcome. I also wanted to mention that one of the things that Corey's doing in his homeschooling is he... Uh, creates websites for small companies at this point in time, and one of them is pretty big. But if you get a chance uh, and you would like to see, you can put this in, in the chat room, Corey, and you would like to see his latest creation, it's uh, Keepsakes, keepsakesmain.com. Corey's typed it in for us, and uh, it's really a beautiful site. And this little town is, this little shop is like, maybe four miles away from us, and it's wonderful. Another thing that Corey and I are hoping to do this summer, which will go towards his homeschooling as well, is Monmouth Theater is um, looking for volunteers. And so Corey and I are going to a meeting, I think it's the 29th, and we're going to volunteer to work at the Monmouth Theater, which I think will be a lot of fun. It'll be a great experience for, for Corey and for me. And then we'll get to see all the plays, too. And I think that will be kind of fun, too, because they're, they're, they're wonderful over there. I just love them. My daughter and I do the same thing. We're angels at the Main State Music Theater. Yeah, uh, And your daughter, uh, uh, isn't she a singer, a musician? Yeah, she's just put her first videos on YouTube in the last couple of days. She has three on there already. Oh, put the address up if you want. We'd love to see them. Okay. Put it in the chat room if you'd like to, because I'd love to see them. Um, I don't know what the addresses are. All I, all I can say is you go to YouTube and type in Miranda Duval, and it will show you three little choices. I'll, I'll put her name on here. Yeah, and then and uh, we'll we'll do that after the show. We will go and, and watch them. That will be fun. When uh, when you were talking yeah, about we it, you're a fun one and then a really silly one. Well, silly is fun. Yes. And and when you were talking about your daughter when we were sitting on the porch, was that just last week? No, because I had to work all weekend, so it was the week before. Yeah, it was the week before. Yeah. And your face when you talk about your daughter, it just lights up, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> I thought I thought that was pretty special. So I am just. Um, He's a pretty good kid. I am just. Um, I'd like to meet her sometime. I'm sure you will. I I have no doubt. Geez, I'd like to meet you again sometime. That was a good time. Huh? I said that was a good time. We had a good time. Oh, we did. Boy, didn't we eat? I thought that little waitress was just going to have a hissy fit, but we left her such a nice, <laughs> a nice tip that um, I almost have it. They, you talk about typos in chat rooms. I almost had a tongue o in my voice. <clears throat> we won't go there. Um, but I had a lot of fun watching our little waitress. I thought she was awfully cute because she keeps looking at us and looking at us like, are they ever going to leave for something that we were going to spend two hours? Then we have a great time. My goodness. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed it. Um, so the thing that really disturbs me about Corey's story and my daughter's story is the abuse that goes on in school and that is almost allowed to go on in school. It just, I, I hope that's changing. Um, it, it, it's disgusting. And well, I'm, it's, I'm it's, not sure what, what people do to start to change that. 
Well, you know, it is disgusting, and not only is it disgusting, it's frightening. When I guess when I think of school or how I think school should be, I think of Little House on the Prairie. I mean, it was reading and writing and arithmetic. Sure, they had, you know, the kids got their hands slapped. I'm not saying that that's the right thing to do. But what I'm saying is it was education. It wasn't uh, you had to be a sports jockey to be popular. And who cares if you're popular? You need to learn. That's what you're there for. Uh, I just, when I when I read, read the Little House on the Prairie books, which has been a real long time, but my son Aaron and I used to, every Saturday we would watch Little House on the Prairie together. And um, it was just, I just thought that they had such principles, such respect for one another, even the children. But they also had to live a life that uh, it was important that they did have responsibility and respect for themselves and the land because if they didn't, they wouldn't have made it. And then, of course, you know, you talk about how you and my brother there used to watch those shows. They don't even have shows like that anymore. So, Yeah, that's that. Corey's brought up another interesting, uh, interesting thought is that if you turn on your TV – about the only show that was on uh, was the Bill Cosby show. They didn't at least spend time. Yeah, we do watch some Nick at Night, except I can't tell you the last time I watched TV. It's been so long. But, oh, yeah, we love Lucy, too. As a matter of fact, I am Lucy. <laughs> you look like it today. I look like Lucy today, and I've had my Veggie V vitamins. Uh-huh. Ah. Well, I know what you're saying about TV. Ours gets turned on about twice a month to watch the DVD. We very seldom watch TV. I'm sick. Of it. TV is horrible. Well, you just, uh, it seems like everything is one upmanship, and the kids are Roseanne Barr. Now, let me tell you, is that a show to draw to or what? I mean, you want to talk about popular? I couldn't watch it. I just found it very. You know, people say it was so real, real to life, but I, I didn't care for it. Well, you want to talk about verbal abuse? My God, you don't have to have it in your home. Just turn on Roseanne Barr show. You want? Show with her and the three kids and the family, or what? Yeah, her sister, her three kids, her husband. I mean, goes on every morning. That's what wakes me up every morning because my TV's left on that channel every night, and that show is so much louder than any other show on there. It wakes me up. <laughs> well, she is pretty loud, but I mean, you want to talk disrespect and verbal abuse, boy, all you got to do is turn on your TV because there it is. You don't even have to do it yourself. She'll do it for you. Yeah. Didn't, didn't care for that one. Well, I, it's, that's if just, I but, watch TV, I like things like uh, CSI. Uh, every I once in a while, I'll catch, uh, well, there's one started again, America's Got Talent, that can be fun, but I, I really don't watch TV, TV. When I watch TV, it's usually HGTV. I love HGTV. They tell me how to garden, how to clean my house, how to make my house pretty. After, oh, wow. You know, I um, love... I one of those special channels. I don't get any extra channels. Oh, well, it's Home and Garden TV. Okay. And and I got the the package that had that because that is usually when I have my TV on, and I can't tell you the last time I turned it on, but when I have my TV on, that's usually where it's at. And then the do-it-yourself channel, I like that because it tells me how to. Uh, of course, I'm pretty handy, so I don't need much help. Yes, I'm sure you are. <clears throat> my I said that with tongue in cheek, mind you. Hey, you do a good job, woman. Um, but I just looked at my clock, and my daughter and I are going to a belly dance show. All I right. Some, I took some belly dancing lessons. I didn't finish them. It actually hurt my lower back to do a couple of the moves. I may try it again later, but the, my instructor was very good, and she and some of the ladies that she teaches are, are putting on. It's like they're doing a recital for adults. <laughs> so my daughter and I are going to go watch that. It should be fun. Oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. So I have to sign off. Okay, Ray. Thank you for calling in. Thank you. And uh, I'll give Lori what for, okay? Yeah.
pick on her. Yeah, I think so. I think we have to pick on her a little bit. That'll be fun. Twice in a year now. (laughs) (laughs) You guys have fun. And I'll be talking to you. We'll be talking to you too. Okay. Talk to you later. Bye bye. Bye. Okay, everybody, you can call in and talk to my mom and I at 646-716-9034. That's 646-716-9034. You're on serious business. We've had an interesting show. It's been a good show. Covered a lot of different a lot of different areas on this subject. And, you know, I was thinking, and I'm tired of thinking. It's putting my brain through a lot. You know, 20, 30, 40 years from now, I'm going to wonder what's going to happen when I try to think. But hope, hopefully they've invented subjects that I might understand. Anyway, so the one thing that I hate is, you know, a lot of people in, a lot of people my age, who get into these just relationships. A lot of them get into a lot of fights and yell and scream and throw around and that's also not good, but that happens a lot. I'm not I've had my share of girls that would yell at me for no reason apparently, but that's another story. I really don't want to get into that, but and then we could have another show, Mom. That covers another important subject. All these teenagers who, who I swear I'm the only one left in America who hasn't gone out and had sex with somebody oh else. Oh, my God. You should have seen me come upright. How does she make a hug? I don't know. Okay. Like we do on the shows. And again. So, yeah, I think that would be another... No, that's not another one. No, we don't talk about that. Many people are doing it, so, and that causes more problems in the family, which leads to where we are today. Um, geez, I was having a thought that I was going to mention, and, and Corey just blew me away. I, I don't even have a clue what I was thinking or what I was going to say. Um, Teresa, you have been just a terrific guest, and I, I appreciate your coming in tonight and chatting with us. Um, guests, I would just love to see all of you join. Um, oops. Oops. She would think that I was giving her ugly, uh, ugly face because I hit the wrong thing. And... Um, one of the things that I would appreciate it if after the show, if you would rate our show, the the numbers are one to five, with one being lowest and five being the highest. And of course, we all know what I hope that you rate it, but you know, be honest and rate, give us the rating that that you feel we deserve. Um, phone number is six four six seven one six nine zero three four. We have six minutes remaining on this show. Our subject tonight is. Moving Beyond Abusive Relationships, our whole premise was based on um, respect. Respect for yourself, respect for one another. That goes an awful long way. It uh, tends to create people who can care about others. You have to like yourself, first off. If you like yourself, chances are that you're going to Choose a partner in life or a life partner or a friendship where that person is similar in their feelings about others, that uh, they show respect. If you speak, they listen. All right, girlfriends, listen up. When you speak, it's nice if somebody listens and doesn't interrupt. That's the first form of disrespect, and it's it's a very minor form of abuse, but you know what? We learn as we grow. Sometimes we get excited, and um, we all jump in and talk, and that's friendship, and that's that's totally okay. Um, Teja Vu Teresa says, 
You have to like everything about yourself, even the things you think might need some improvements in. But if you waver in that in any way, people pick up on that, and you're absolutely right. People do pick up on the negative vibes that you may be giving out without even realizing that you're doing that. Teresa says, so remember, being unique is awesome. It means you don't follow the pack, you lead the pack. And you're absolutely right. And each and every one of us in our own way, I believe, is unique. Uh, that's what makes the world go round. I've taught my family, and um, they teach me too, because I think no matter how old you are, what your age is, every day is an adventure. You learn something new every day. And we all teach each other as we go through this life. And you're absolutely right. Absolutely, each and every one has something to offer the world and a gift to present. Yes. Always a student, always learning. Teresa and I get along really good because we think an awful lot alike. Um, but as we go through this life, we learn to like ourselves and, and um, more and more every day. There's always going to be something we don't like about ourselves. And the important thing is, we can change. We can, um, if we have something that's really negative, you're not interrupting. You're you're the star of the show, Teresa. You just keep on talking, honey. And um, if we if we have something that we don't like about it ourselves, then let's try and change it. If we are in an abusive relationship, let's see what we can do to get out of it. Counseling, perhaps the only uh, option you have is to leave your partner. Um, if it's your child or just a casual, uh, not casual acquaintance, but an acquaintance that uh, you see on a regular basis that is abusing you, perhaps you should just say to somebody um, in the workplace or wherever it's at, to say, you know, I really don't like what you're saying to me. And if you stop and you take a look at what you said, perhaps you'll understand why I'm saying this. So, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank each and every one of you for joining us tonight. Teresa, um, everyone in the in the um, chat room, please uh, please join Serious Business. You'll get our little uh, newsletters that tell you what our show topic is. Um, it would be appreciated, Teresa. I uh, Appreciate your coming in tonight and chatting with us. You have some wonderful insights. I can see exactly why you are the the block mommy, why you're the community mother. Um, I was reading uh, Teresa's chat, and uh, so next week, do you have Lyme disease? Do you know somebody that has Lyme disease? Stop in. Give us a call. Our guest will be Mo Babicki, who has chronic Lyme disease. She was, she's had Lyme disease for uh, 18 years, misdiagnosed for 13 or 14 years, and now has chronic Lyme. Remember, rate us after the show. You can wait about a half an hour. Our shows are archived. You can download them and go back through what we said. Uh, hear what you said. Sometimes when we're talking, we don't um, perhaps remember every single thing that we said. So, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Serious Business. Thank you so much for joining us, and I hope to see you next week. And, of course, you can add my mom to MySpace at www.myspace.com slash That's mainly as in main, M-A-I-N-E-L-Y, Lowy. And then... You can check me out at www.coreyal.com, which is my official website. Everybody, this has been Serious Business and Not So Serious. Good night, everybody. Good night. And have a good one.
You've just listened to an IYR The Classics broadcast. Learn more about IYR The Classics at theclassics.itsyourradio.com. It's your radio, the future of radio. www.itsyourradio.com.